The Lux Radio Theater brings a production of the picture that follows the heralded The Thin Man film after The Thin Man. Greetings from New York, ladies and gentlemen. When Edgar Allan Poe popularized the detective story, he found the great common denominator of American entertainment. Millions of us have stayed up past bedtime to explore the fascinating realm of whodunit. And you can find devotees in every walk of life. Our play is After the Thin Man, adapted from the MGM picture and naturally following the same beloved two characters that thrilled audiences with the original The Thin Man film, husband and wife Nick and Nora Charles. Together, they can solve just about any problem you give them, but you don't really need a detective to discover that Lux Flakes is the simple answer to your household problems. It's a deduction that millions of women have made after giving Lux Flakes a trial. Stay tuned, and we will submit you proof that this is so. But now, if your wits have been thoroughly sharpened and you're ready to enter a world where anything can happen, we raise the curtain on the first act of After the Thin Man. We are inside a railroad station in San Francisco. Into the dim maze of tracks rolls a mighty streamliner, sleek and shiny after its mad dash across the country. With a final throb of its powerful engines, it comes to a rest. From the gate tumbles a crowd of reporters and photographers. They rush breathlessly up and down the length of the platform, eager to be the first to greet the arriving celebrities, Nick and Nora Charles. Hey, where's Nick? What car is he in? Uh, he's probably in the first class. Uh, there. Over there. Come on, let's get a statement. Hey, hey, uh, is Dick Charles in his car? Hey, hey, there he is. Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, hello, Nicky. How does it feel to be home? <laughs> well, you gonna stay with us a while? Uh, I'm from the Chronicle, Mr. Charles. Uh, can I have a statement? Easy, folks. One at a time. Uh, darling, may I introduce you to the San Francisco Press. Press Nora. Nora Press. Hey, I'm glad How to know you, do. Hello? How do you do, gentlemen? Hey, uh, how about a statement, Nick? Are you going to keep up with your detective work? No, gentlemen, I've retired. From now on, I'm just going to take care of my wife's money, so I'll have something in my old age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, you said you retired before, but I noticed you took that Thin Man case in New York. Yeah, that Thin Man was a beaut. Uh, they're still talking about it. You'd take a case like that now, wouldn't you? Not a chance. I just took that case to please my wife. She wanted some excitement. Well, I guess you got it, Mrs. Charles. Oh, it was wonderful. Two men tried to kill him. But he's not going to take any more cases. You can print that. That's the girl. So long, gentlemen. Come on, darling. Goodbye, Mrs. Pleasure Charles. Thank you, Mrs. Charles. So long. Goodbye. Nice to have met you. Nick, slow down. I can't keep up with you going... Hey! Oh, oh, excuse me, lady. I guess I wasn't looking where I was going. No, I guess you weren't. Hiya, fingers. Well, 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 Nick Charles, how are you? Fine. How's business, Fingers? Business? Oh, oh, oh I, I quit that racket. Nick, my purse! It's open and my wallet's gone. Oh, that's a shame. Nora, I want you to meet Fingers McCoy. Uh, this is my wife, Fingers. Your, your wife? Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 gee, I didn't know she was... Oh, oh, I'm sorry about your wallet, Mrs. Charles. What'll I do, Nick? I know I had it with me. Oh, it'll turn up, won't it, Fingers? 
in your mailbox tomorrow. I, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it will. What? It's so long, Nick. Glad I bumped into you. Goodbye, Mrs. Charles. Bye. Goodbye. Nick, I've got to go back to the train. No, I wouldn't bother, darling. Let's go home. Well, I can't just go off. Come on the... now, come on. You don't want to embarrass him, do you? What do you mean? Fingers. He's a dip. A pickpocket. Think of his feelings. A pickpocket? Well, he must have taken it. Certainly. But you see, he didn't know you were my wife. You'll get it back in the morning mail, darling, I assure you. He's a very honest pickpocket. Oh, Nick. You do know the nicest people. Hiya, Nick. Welcome home. Hiya, Bumps. How's the boy? Oh, never better, Nick. In the pink. See you around. A prize fighter, darling? No, no, a wrestler. Oh, a wrestler. Well, that's different. Hiya, Nicky. Uh, what's the good wine? Well, hello, Slats. How's everything? Oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, glad to see you, pal. Likewise. Now there's a sweet character. Maybe he ought to be put in jail just to play it safe. He got out last Tuesday. Oh. Welcome home, Nora. Oh, hello. Thank you. Nice to see you, my dear. Thank you very much. Who were those people, darling? You wouldn't know them. They're respectable. Oh. Hey, you are, Mr. Charles. Mrs. Charles. Good night, Eddie. Good night, Eddie. Yeah. You know, darling, the best thing about going away is coming back home. I suppose you remember that tonight is New Year's Eve. I know. Got your keys, darling? Yes. I suppose you've got some ideas on the subject? Very definite ideas. I was afraid of that. I want to lock the doors, unplug the bells, cut off the telephone, and crawl into bed for a month. Mrs. Charles, you're a woman after my own heart. I won't be awake at midnight, so I'll kiss you now. Happy New Year, Nora. Happy New Year, darling. Hey, what is this? Well, it's our house, all right. Come on, come on, make yourselves at home, folks. Well, let's go in, darling. She says it's all right. Oh, well, as long as we're invited. <laughs> There's the bar right in there. Help yourself. Thank you very much. What's the celebration? Shh, we're getting a surprise party for Nick and Nora. Nick and Nora. Sure, don't you know Nick and Nora? No, we don't. <laughs> Neither do I, but that's not gonna spoil my fun. It's New Year's, so why not, right? Go on in and mingle, just fake it. It's a cinch. Oh, I see. Uh, thanks for the tip. Sure, get in there. Get some of that Napoleon brandy before it's all gone. <laughs> May I have this dance, Mrs. Charles? Thank you, sir. You're a gent. Who are all these people? Well, now let's see. And that looks like Mo Stone over there. He's a bookie. And that fellow with him is a police captain. And I believe the gentleman in the loud suit runs a pool room. Uh, that fellow in the fireman's hat is Never a... mind. I get the general idea. Oh, Mr. Charles. Mrs. Charles, welcome home. Thank you. How are you, Peters? Oh, never better, Mr. Charles. 
I'm sorry about the party, sir, but they forced their way in. Yeah, knowing my friends, I can believe that. Nick, I smell something burning. Probably just the living room rug. I never much liked it anyway. Uh, if I may be allowed to suggest, sir, that's probably Mrs. Charles's aunt. Uh, she's been calling all day and very much annoyed. She wants you to come to dinner this evening, Mrs. Charles. Oh, dear. Goodbye, darling. See you next year. She expects you too, Mr. Charles. Me? Aunt Catherine wants me to come to dinner. There must be some mistake. She couldn't want you, Nick. I'll take it in the bedroom, Peters. Nick, come with me. If it's your Aunt Catherine, get out of it. No more family dinners. I wouldn't go through that again if you had twice as much money. Hello? Hello, Nora? Who is this? This is Selma. Oh, hello, darling. Darling? Aunt Catherine? Shut up! It's my cousin, Selma. How are you, Selma? Nora, I had to call you and make sure you were coming tonight. Well, I'm afraid not, Selma. You see, Nora, we've... you've got to come. I'm in terrible trouble. What? Please! I can't tell you now, but you must come. I'm desperate. I... I... Oh, wait a minute. Selma, put down that phone. I won't. I'm speaking to Nora. Hello? I told you not to call anyone. Give me the phone. Oh, hello, dear. It's... It's Aunt Catherine. How are you, Nora? Fine, Aunt Catherine. What's the matter with Selma? Oh, nothing at all, dear. You know Selma well enough not to pay too much attention to her. We'll see you tonight, Nora. Well, you see, it's New Year's Eve, Aunt Catherine. The old battle axe. Shut up. What? Uh, excuse me, Aunt Catherine. I was talking to the dog. No. Well, we'll expect you at 7.30. All right, Aunt Catherine. We'll come. Goodbye. What did you say? I said we'd be over for dinner. Oh, my own wife. I'm sorry, Nikki, but I had to do it. It's Selma. She's in trouble. You like Selma, don't you? Not that much. But she sounded so funny, as if she'd been crying. Well, living with your Aunt Catherine, I can't say I blame her. Selma, do you want the servants to hear you? I don't care, Aunt Catherine. I'm going crazy. I can't stand it any longer. I'm going to call the police. We'll do nothing of the sort. Haven't we paid enough to hush up his other scandals? He never did anything like this before. For all we know, he may be dead. I told you I would handle this. I can't go on this way. Robert's my husband, and he... Be quiet! Yes, Henry? I beg your pardon, madam, but uh, should I set a place for Mr. Robert tonight? Certainly, Mr. Robert will be here. Very good, madam. You know he won't be here. Oh, I know nothing of the sort. Now go upstairs and make yourself presentable. When Nora comes, I'm going to tell her. Oh, you will not tell her. I'm not going to have that husband of hers snooping into our family affairs. I don't care. He can help us. I'm going to tell him the whole story.
Catherine wants to speak to you. What did I do now? Use the wrong fork? Nick, listen. Do you know why Robert wasn't here tonight? Sure, because he's smart. I'm not fooling. He's disappeared. That's swell. Now if we could only get rid of Aunt Catherine, we'd be all set. Come on, she's in the library with Selma. Here he is, Aunt Catherine. Oh, Nicholas, I'm sorry to take you away from the family. Oh, of course you are. I mean, it's, uh, quite all right. Well, what's all this about, Selma? How long's Robert been gone? Three days. Three days without a word. Hmm. Have you notified the police? Certainly not, and we're not going to. Oh, of course. Robert may be kidnapped. He may be lying dead in the street somewhere, but we mustn't do anything about it. Our precious name might get in the papers. <laughs> Don't pay any attention to her. She's exaggerating the whole affair. However, uh, to please her, Nicholas, I thought you might investigate the matter quietly, you know, with your experiences. Well, well, you know, as, as a snoop. Well, I, I didn't mean to be so blunt. Why not? It's all in the family. Selma, have you any idea where Robert might be? No, but there's a woman mixed up in it. I know it. Oh, Selma, you know nothing of the sort. What about the vanity case they sent me from that Italian restaurant? Well, that was a stupid mistake on their part. Mistake? Some woman left it. He was there with some woman. Alma, you know that Robert worships you. How can you say that? You know he hates me. He only married me for my money. He never did love me. Sometimes I wish he were dead. Well, I, I, I'm i a little confused. Tell me, Selma, do you want him back or don't you? <laughs> oh, of course she wants him back. Don't, Selma, please. Come, Selma, I'll take you up to your room, and Dr. Kramer will be here any moment. He'll give you something for your nerves. Uh, excuse me, Nora, Nicholas? Of course. Well, Nick, what do you think about it? I'm not thinking at all. What are you getting me into? There are lots of detectives in this town who need work. But no one as good as you, Nicky. Yeah, that won't get you a thing. I've retired. But this is different. This is for Selma. You will help find Robert, won't you? Why? I didn't lose him. It's your chance, Nick. It'll get you in right with the family. That's just what I'm afraid of. Nicky. Get your hat, darling. We're going to get out of here while we've still got a chance. Well, where's it going to be? Still New Year's Eve. We ought to go someplace. All right. Let's go look for Robert. Now listen, my sweet. Oh, hello, Nick. Hello, Nora. Oh, hiya, David. David, how nice to see you. What are you standing out here for? Oh, they don't let me in the house anymore. Selma said she'd try and meet me later. I'm afraid she won't be able to make it. Did you know that Robert has disappeared? he has, it's the only decent thing he's ever done. Is that right? What's he been up to lately, David? <sighs> the last thing he pulled on me was a couple of days ago. Called up and said that if I'd give him $25,000, he'd go away and leave Selma to me. Lovely boy. What did you say? I asked him to give me a couple of days to think it over. 
You know, 25000 would be cheap if you'd really go. Why don't you take up a collection? I bet there are a lot of people who'd like to contribute. Tell me, did you see Salma? How is she? I'm terribly worried about her. I know, I am too. Come on, David. We're going to go someplace and get the taste of respectability out of our mouths. Thanks, but I couldn't. Oh, David, why not? I've got too much on my mind. Well, I'm glad you're back. Happy New Year to you. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Selma was a fool not to have married him instead of Robert. Well, they can't all be as lucky as you, darling. Well, where are we going? How do you feel about some Italian food? Awful. Oh, I'm so sorry, because we're going to that Italian restaurant that sent the compact to Selma, the Il Tufo. Please, darling? Now see here, I'm not looking for Robert. Of course you're not. I am. Hey, boss. Yeah? Fella here wants a table. Well, tell him we all filled up. I did. He says to tell you his name is Nick Charles. Nick Charles? Where is he? Over by the door. You must feel right at home in a place like this. How many ex-cons do you recognize? No more than a dozen. Correction, thirteen. Hello, Nick. How are you? Hello, Dancer. Tell me you haven't any tables. Oh, I guess I can find one, seeing as it's you. Hello again, Mrs. Charles. Hey, Nick, how come my place? Were you just slumming tonight? That's all, Dancer. Why? I just wanted to make sure, you know. I don't like business calls on New Year's. Oh, say, I want you to meet my manager. Hey, Anthony, come here. Yeah, boss. Yeah, want you to meet a friend of mine. Anthony Pinelli. This is Nick Charles. And Nora Charles, my wife. Well, well, so this is THE Nick Charles. Yeah, he sent his brother Vinny up the river, Nick, remember? Oh, yes. He's the one who pulled the bank job while the cops were distracted with the riot in Chinatown. <laughs> so you do remember the good old days, do you, Charles? Sometimes. Depends on the day. I guess it does. Hey, boss, I gotta go check on the boys in the kitchen. Excuse me. Yeah. Looks like charm runs in the family. Anything else, Dancer? Dunno. But you never can't tell how close family is, you know? He's a good manager. And a good one to have liking you. There, let me take you to your table. It's over there against the wall. This way, Mrs. Charles. Nicky, there's Robert. I know, I saw him when we walked in. Why didn't you tell me? Robert? Robert! Oh, uh, hello. Good evening, Robert. Happy New Year. Is it? Robert, what are you doing in a place like this? We just saw Selma, Robert. Yeah. She's terribly worried about you. Don't you think you'd better go home? Oh, sure, I'll go home. When I feel like it, not before. Robert. Let him go, Nora. There's no convincing a man that far down a bottle of gin. Okay, here's your table, folks. Best seat in the house. Nice view of the music. We got a dame singing tonight with the best set of pipes you ever saw. Say, is it the fella a friend of yours? On the contrary, he's a relation. Oh, yeah? He's been hanging around drunk for three days. He's got a case on that canary, something fierce. He hasn't missed one of her songs since he first walked in here. 
I wish you'd toss him out. His wife is going crazy. Oh, that's too bad. I'll speak to his girlfriend about it. Well, I suppose we have our answer, Nick. Excellent detective work, my dear. Hey, Polly! Polly, come here! What's up, Dancer? Now listen, that boyfriend of yours is pretty drunk. So what? I thought that was the idea. Keep him happy. Well, sure, sure, but, but a couple of his relations just blew in. Relations? What do we do? Well, give the customers one more song, and then knock off for the night, and take him out of here. Okay, but I'm getting sick of that guy. Yeah, it'll just be till tomorrow. Then we can get rid of him. Tomorrow's a holiday. The banks will be closed. Oh, that's right. Well, then the next day. Hey, what's the difference anyway? Ain't it worth it? I guess so. That's a girl. Now make it snappy, Polly. I'll keep an eye on him. Hey, Polly. Yeah, what? I got a message for you. What is it? Your brother's looking for you. My brother? Where is he? In your dressing room. Wants to see you right away. Hello, Polly. What's the matter? You don't look too happy to see me. Please, Phil, don't don't try to start anything. I'm in a hurry. I've been in a hurry ever since I got back. Can I help it if I gotta work? That's not what I'm kicking about. What's going on with this drunk Robert Landis? Nothing. Oh, no. And what's this check doing on your dressing table? Give me that! A check made out to you. Signed by Robert Landis. Barging in, sneaking around my dressing room. Get out of here! Shut up! I'm in on this job with Lana. Starting now. Phil, please. You don't cut me in. The party's off. I, I can't cut you in. This check's yours, ain't it? Yeah, but I... But what? But what? Let me go. Let me go, Phil. You're hurting me. All right. You won't get off so easy next time. Don't forget that I'm in on this deal. I happen to know that you and Dancer... Taking this chump Lannis for plenty of dough, aren't you? What about it? How much? I said how much? Twenty-five thousand. Did you get it yet? No. Uh, go ahead, spill it. How are you gonna get it from him? Some friend of his wife is putting the cash up to get him to leave her alone. Uh, so the game is to keep him drunk and then swipe it from him when he's not looking uh, flat on his face somewhere, right? When? I don't know. Don't mess with me, Polly. When is it going down? Tomorrow night. All right. I'll be around the next morning. Early. What are you doing here? Oh, hiya, Dancer. They're just leaving. So long, Polly. What did that heel want? <laughs> Nothing. It's okay, Dancer. Okay. Now listen, there's been a switch in the plans. I just heard that the dough is being handed over tonight. Tonight? Yeah, that's right. That David guy's meeting Landis in front of his house. Now, look, you better be with Landis, see? I'll be there. I told Nick that you were taking Landis home. Now make sure they see you as you go out. Sure. And when the dough's delivered, you know what to do. I'll be across the street just in case something goes wrong. Now get going, and no slip-ups.
Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Nikki. Where have you been? Trying to find a phone. I wanted to call Selma and see if Robert got home. Oh, well, come on. There must be a phone in Dancer's office. He won't mind. Hello, Dancer. Come in. What are you doing in this office? Just making a phone call. Any objections? Ah, once a leech, always a leech. And I don't like leeches. And I thought you'd quit it when you married a pot of money. Did he call me a pot? Hey, I don't like to be critical, Dancer, but it sure doesn't look quite right when you, your partner, your songbird, and your best customer all go out at the same time. Gives the place a sort of a vacant look. Have you ever been thrown out of a place, Mr. Charles? How many places was it up to yesterday, Mrs. Charles? How many places have you been in, Mr. Charles? Hello, Aunt Catherine? This is Nick, uh, Nicholas. Uh, what? When? I see. Yes, I, I will. Goodbye. If you're through here, you could beat it. What's the matter, Nick? Bad news? Dancer, you'd better... Ah, Polly, come in. Another one of our travelers has returned. Now if only Anthony would... Well, no sooner said than done. Someone call me? Quite a gathering of the clan, isn't it? I wonder which one of you would be most surprised if Robert Landis walked in now. But you know there's no chance of that, don't you? All of you? I don't know what you're talking about. Now get out of here. What is it, Nick? What's happened? Robert's been killed. Killed? He was killed on the front steps of your aunt's house. Police are questioning Selma. What's that got to do with us? Go on, get out. You said that before, Dancer, and it's foolish. I'm not gonna get out. On the contrary, we're gonna have a lot more people in. Hey, listen, you. Hello? Nick Charles speaking. I need to speak to Lieutenant Abrams of the Homicide Squad. What are you calling him for? None of us shot, Landis. That's so. Well, then maybe you'd like to explain how you knew he was shot. I never said how Landis was killed. This is WCBS, flagship station of the Columbia Broadcasting Network. The time is 8.30 exactly. Now it's time for Act Two of After the Thin Man. It's two hours later. With mystery shrouding the death of Robert Landis, the police have been questioning Selma, who discovered the body. The grilling is over, and Selma's nerves are worn to the breaking point. They're going to arrest me. They're going to arrest me, Nora. No, no, of course they're not. They all believe I did it, and Catherine even. They don't, Selma. They don't think that at all. Yes, they do, Nora. I heard them. Now, Selma, I really... But I didn't kill him. I didn't. I'm sure I didn't. I couldn't have. What? What do you mean you couldn't have? <sighs> Nora, you'll help me, won't you? Tell me what happened, Selma. Everything. 
Robert came to the house at midnight to get his things. He said he was leaving me. I tried to stop him, but he pushed me away and went down the stairs. I followed him to the front door. While he was letting himself out, I went to the library table. There was a gun there. A gun? I wasn't going to fire it. I only wanted to frighten him, to make him come back and listen to me. All right, go on. I went to the door. He was standing on the steps looking up and down the street. And then there was a gunshot and he fell. Where did the shot come from? I don't know. I don't know. All right, darling, I understand. You've been through enough. Why don't you lie down now and, and rest? I can't. I, I can't rest. I've got to think. I, uh... Nora? Yes? David. What about David? He thinks I'm guilty, too. He thinks I killed Robert. Selma, how could... He must think so, or he wouldn't have taken the... He wouldn't have taken what? Nothing. But he mustn't think that. I couldn't bear it. You must tell him. Tell him I didn't do it. Couldn't you telephone? No, no. Somebody might be listening. You go to him. Tell him. Hurry. Who is it? It's me, Nora. Hello, Nora. This is a surprise. Come in. I got over as soon as I could, David. Selma well, said that... As soon as you could? What, what's the matter? Is there anything wrong? You mean you don't know? Know what? What's happened? Robert's been killed. Killed? But that's impossible. What do you mean? I saw him only a little while ago. How long ago? About 10 o'clock. I met him in front of the house and gave him $25,000 in bonds. Wait a minute. This is too much for me. Where did he go then? He went inside the house to get his things. Oh. Then it was when he came out again that he was shot. I've got to see Selma. Will you come with me? Of course. Oh, no, you don't. You stay right where you are, the both of you. What is this? Who are you? Detective Malloy, Homicide Squad. We've had our eye on you, buddy. Trying to make a getaway, huh? Are you crazy? Listen, someone's been kidding you, officer. Oh, sure. Maybe you were kidding, too, when you were seen throwing that gun into the bay. David! It's all right. There's been a mistake. Tell Samuel, will you? All right. Come here, sister. You're not telling anybody anything. You're going along with us. Where? Oh, down the headquarters. Oh, you don't understand. I'm Nora Charles. Mrs. Nick Charles? Oh, yeah. And I'm Mother Goose. <laughs> Come on, step on it. Hello, Nick? Yeah? This is Detective Abrams down at headquarters. How are you, Abrams? Fine. Say, Nick, we picked up a woman a few minutes ago in David Graham's apartment. She says she's your wife. My wife? Yeah, it says her name's uh, Nora. How about it, Nick? Nora, huh? Nora. Sounds like a phony to me. You'd better put her in the jug till I get down there. Say no more, Nick. Into the jug she goes. Right down here, Mr. Charles. Thank you, matron. Nick! Nick! Here I am, over here. <laughs> well, hello. Fine way to start the new year, getting thrown in the can. 
Nicky, get me out of here. How long has this thing with David been going on? Oh, Nick, stop that and get me out of here. I've got something to tell you. About the case? Yes. Oh, no. I'll get you out on one condition. No more cases, no more detecting. Promise? But this is important. And you want me to let her out, Mr. Charles? Definitely not. Nikki, please. Well, promise? I promise. All right, let her out, matron. Nick, have you been working on the case? I've been giving it my undivided attention. What have you found out? Nothing. Oh, Nick. The only new development is that Polly has a brother. Where, we don't know. What about her and and Dancer and Anthony? All in the neighborhood at the time of the shooting. We've established that, but we can't prove any of them were actually involved. But Nick, somebody killed him. Yes, I think that's been proved. Uh, Mrs. Charles? Yes? Lieutenant Abrams wants you for questioning. Questioning? Nicky, they don't think I'm mixed up in this. Don't worry, darling. If they find you guilty, I'll write you every day. This way, please. Nicky! Uh, now tell me, Mr. Graham, were you and Robert Landis on good terms? Decidedly not. On bad terms, Mr. Grant? Very bad. You and Mrs. Landis were once engaged, were you, until Landis came along? Yes. Ever ask her to divorce him and marry you? I may have, but she never said she would. But you hoped she would, and you thought that with him out of the picture, she might. I didn't kill Robert. No, of course you didn't. But you did pay him to go away. Yes. Lieutenant Abrams, my wife. Oh, come in. Yeah, I, I gotta ask you some questions, Mr. Charles. I'm sorry. It's quite all right. Go ahead. Now, Mrs. Charles, why did you go to Mr. Graham's apartment? Well, I, um... Oh, maybe I'd better leave. No. Selma had a silly idea that David thought she killed Robert. She wanted me to tell him that she didn't. Well, I can't imagine how she could think a thing like that. It's ridiculous. I, I haven't even seen her for a couple of days. Here's Mrs. Lannis, boss. Thank you, Malloy. Uh, please come in, Mrs. Lannis. David! Oh, I didn't want you dragged into this. No, no, it's all right, dear. Uh, Mrs. Landis, why did Mr. Graham think he killed your husband? I never said that. I never thought it for one minute. Don't, David. He had every right to think I did it. He's just trying to protect me. He heard a shot, he rushed up to me, and saw me standing near Robert with a gun in my hand. But I didn't fire the shot. It came from the street. You you didn't kill him? No. Didn't you look at the gun, David? It hadn't been fired. Oh, Selma. Forgive me for thinking such a horrible thing. Oh, of course I forgive you. Well, that's all cleared up. Come on, Nora. It isn't cleared up as far as I'm concerned. I gotta have something more than that. Where's the gun, Mrs. Landis? I gotta see the gun. Well, I I haven't got it. What? Well, David took it from me. David, where's the gun? What is it, David? Selma, I thought you were guilty. I thought I was doing the only thing I could to save you. I... I threw it away. You threw it away? I threw it into the bay. Oh, that's marvelous. But they can get it. I'll show them where I threw it. I'll get divers to go down after it. They'll find it. They must. 
foolish. She don't want that gun back any more than you do. Hey, Malloy, swear out a warrant for the arrest of Mrs. Robert Landis on suspicion of murder. something about scrambled eggs. Hmm? No. No, I didn't. Oh, I suppose that means you'd like me to get up and fix some for you. Oh, no, I don't care for them. <sighs> you sure? Really, I don't. Good. Good night. Good night. After all, if I wanted scrambled eggs, I could get them for myself. Of course, I'm not as good a cook as you are, but... Oh, well, don't bother about me. You go on sleeping. I love to watch you sleep. You look so cute. Mm. Nikki, do you have any pictures of yourself taken as a baby? Mm. No. Oh, that's a shame. I wanted to see what you looked like. I'll have one taken in the morning. Poor Selma. Poor David. I hope they'll be okay. I'm sure everything will work out fine. Nikki, can you reach the water? Huh? Oh, uh, yes, I suppose so. Here. Oh, I didn't want it. I just wanted to be sure you could reach it. Nora, please go to sleep. I can't. I keep thinking of Selma down in that jail. Darling, there's nothing to worry about. Tomorrow they'll find the gun, and it won't have been fired. Selma will be free. Then you don't think she did it? For the hundredth time, no. You're not saying that just to make me happy. Everything I do is to make you happy, my dear. You really mean it? Yeah, I mean it. Of course you're right. She didn't do it. She couldn't have done it. I don't think I'd kill you if you ran off with another woman. Thank you, darling. That's of great comfort to me. I might, though. Nora, don't be morbid. Go to sleep. What in the name of- Nick, the window! Keep your head down. Nick, somebody smashed the window! No, really? Look! There's a rock with a note attached to it. Let's see. What is it, Nick? What does it say? <laughs> Silly woman. I told her to stop writing to me. Oh, darling, please, read it. Mr. Nick Charles, if you want to know something about the murder of Robert Landis, get a line on Phil Burns, the guy Polly says is her brother. He's an ex-con and was married to Polly in Topeka, Kansas, three years ago. Married three years ago? Well, what are we supposed to do? Send them an anniversary present? Huh. Look at the way this fella spells Topeka. T-O-P-E-K-E-R. That is strange. Why would someone do that? Huh? Oh, never mind, darling. Good night. Oh, Nick, you can't go back to sleep now. Phone Abrams. What, and have him here keeping us up all night? Don't you see? If Phil is her husband, then he shot Robert because he found out about him and Polly. Nicky, you've got to call him. Just as you say, my dear. Will you hand me the phone, please? Oh, isn't this wonderful? 
Everything's working out beautifully. All we have to do is find this fellow, Phil Burns, and we've got the murderer. Here, darling, call him and... How did you do that? Who can that be? <laughs> Maybe it's the fellow that threw that rock calling to apologize for the mess. Hello? Hello, Nick. This is Abrams. Oh, I was just going to call you. Yeah? Well, maybe you better get down here. You know that guy, Phil Burns, uh, Polly's brother? Yeah, what about him? Uh, we traced him to his hotel. Find him? Yeah, but somebody else found him first. He's been murdered. Well, there he is. That's the way we found him, Nick. Dead for two hours, at least. Strangled. Yeah. Looks like he was beaten up a bit before the strangling set in. Any fingerprints? All over the place. We're checking on him now. Good. What else did you find? Uh, nothing much. We had a thirty-eight in his coat pocket, six bullets in it, and a little dough. Oh, yeah, and this key. I guess it's the key to Polly's apartment. It's got her number stamped on it. Another good guess would be that Selma Landis didn't do this murder, wouldn't you say? Fair enough, but he wasn't killed the way Landis was, either. Might be a good idea to check the chambers on that thirty-eight. He might have fired it and slipped in a new shell. Okay. Anything else on your mind? Yes. That key to Polly's apartment you got there. Could I borrow that for an hour? Sure. Here. Yeah. Maybe you'd better give me a skeleton key, too, just for good measure. Okay. What are you looking for? I haven't the faintest idea. Just a hunch. Call you later. Okay. Nick, what did you find in there? Dead man. Is that all? Isn't that enough? Where are we going now? Well, I don't know about you. I'm going to visit Polly Burns. At this time of night? Alone? I didn't know there was a need for a chaperone. I'm sorry, Nora, but this is strictly business. Which is my business as well. Come on, darling. She's not home. Miss Burns keeps late hours, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Hope she has a chaperone. Nick, where'd you get that key? From Abrams. It was in Phil Burns's pocket. Oh. It's good you had an answer for that. Go on in. Just be quiet. Here's a light switch. What do you expect to find in here? I don't know. Well, how do I know what to look for? Don't look for anything. Go over there and sit down. Suppose she comes in. What do we do? Tell her it's a surprise party. Anything in the drawer? Hey, give me a chance. Nick, why do you suppose people would want a hole in the ceiling? Hmm? They don't. Some people do. Look up there. Where? Up there, see? In the corner. A little hole in the plaster. What could that mean? Well, it might mean the ceiling's falling down. Or it might... What? What's the number of this apartment? Uh, 3D. I wonder who lives in apartment 4D. Let's go upstairs and find out. Here it is, 4D. This is right over Polly Burns' apartment. What's the name on the bell? Uh, Anderson. 
Anybody home? We're about to find out. Nick, where did you dig up all these keys? Shh. We're paying a call to Mr. Anderson. Or Miss Anderson. It doesn't say which. Put on the light. Let's see. That hole in the ceiling downstairs was right under this corner. If I'm right, these floorboards ought to be loose. I get it. Somebody rented this apartment so they could see what was going on downstairs. Exactly. Look through the hole, Nikki. What do you see? That's funny. What is it? I can't see anything. It's... The hole's been plugged up from the other side. What? But downstairs, we could see right through. There's somebody down there now. Somebody who knows about this peephole. Whoever it is plugged it up while we were coming upstairs. Nick! You stay here. No, Nick. It may be the murderer. Nicky, wait! I've got to go see who it is. Listen, whoever it is, they just left. I can hear him going downstairs. Nick, let it go! We can still catch him before he gets to the street. Come on! Did you see who it was? No. He must have gone through that door at the end of the hall instead of the front door. We passed that on the way in. It goes to the cellar. Wait here and don't move. Not a chance. It's black as pitch down there. Stay up here and yell if you hear someone coming. Would you like to come on upstairs? Or do I have to come and get you? All right. Have it your way. Come on. I can see you over there. Come on out or I'll... I'm okay. Come on down. I can't see. Where are you? What happened? He snuck up behind me and slugged me. He got out through that window over there. Where are you? Oh! Oh, Nick, are you alright? Are you bleeding? Oh, darling, you are as cold as ice! Nora? I'm over here. <coughs> Nora, Nora, I'm right here, darling. It's alright. Then who is that down there? I don't know, Nora. I don't know. This is WCBS, flagship station of the Columbia Broadcasting Network. The time is 8.45 and 20 seconds. And now, the curtain rises on Act Three of After the Thin Man. In the thick blackness of the cellar, Nora has bumped into a man she thought was Nick. She discovers her mistake, and Nick rushes to her side. With quick, tense fingers, he strikes a match. 
There, in the wavering light, a man sits propped up against the wall. As they stare at his gleaming white face, his body slumped lifeless on the floor, they realize he is dead. Nick, what's the matter with him? Is he... Yep, he's dead. Shot. But when? When was he... Nick, I've seen that man before. You know him? Who is he? Light another match, darling. Well? Oh my, it is him. His name is is Pedro Dominguez. He was my father's gardener about six years ago. Your father's gardener? Well, that does us a lot of good. Come on, we better call the cops. We'll get Abrams on this tomorrow. What did you find out, Lieutenant? Was I right about who he is? Yes, you were, Mrs. Charles. Pedro Dominguez. But he wasn't a gardener anymore. He was the manager of the building you found him in. Probably shot about five hours before you found him. But here's a very funny thing. Go ahead. We could stand a laugh right now. The telephone company tells us that about 11.30 last night, that just before he was shot, somebody called up information from Pedro's apartment and asked for Nick Charles's number. Our number? What would Pedro Dominguez be calling Nick for? I don't know. Do you, Nick? I can't imagine. I haven't even heard his name for six years. Did you remember him when you saw his face? No. That's funny, seeing as he used to be Mrs. Charles's gardener. Who remembers a gardener, unless he squirts a hose at you? Did you recognize him right away, Mrs. Charles? I had to look twice. He's a lot grayer than he used to be. By the way, what did you find out about the person in the apartment over Polly Burns? Not a thing. Not a fingerprint in the place, not a stitch of clothing on a piece of paper, nothing. Only a hunk of lead pipe and a ladder. Piece of lead pipe and a ladder, huh? Well, that's interesting. Anything in Pedro's account books? Nope. Just someone named Anderson took the apartment a week ago, paid cash in advance. That's all, huh? That's all. And the name is Anderson. No first name, no Mr., Mrs., or Miss. That's just dandy. You know, I've got a feeling that if we could just find out who took that room, we might have our murderer. Well, what do you think we ought to do? Um, let's get them all together in the Anderson apartment. Everyone that's mixed up in this, let's shake them all up and see what happens. You got it, Nick. Are you going to catch the murderer tonight? Well, we're going to try. How are you going to do it, Nicky? I haven't the slightest idea. I'm just going to listen and pray that somebody makes a slip. Just one slip. Lieutenant, did you get them all here? All set and waiting, Nick. Picked up Dancer and Anthony at the El Tufo. Polly was with them. And then there's this David Graham guy and, and your wife's cousin, Selma Landis. Anyone else? Yeah, some crazy dame your wife calls Aunt Catherine. I brought her along just to stir things up. Oh, swell. Oh, say, before you go in, I checked Phil Burns' apartment. Dancer's fingerprints all over the joint. Dancer's? You're sure? Sure, I'm sure. You haven't told him, have you? Dancer? No, not yet. All right, don't. 
What's your plan, Nick? Build up a case against each of them. Throw all we've got at them and throw it hard enough to bounce. Oh, I'll make it bounce all right. And keep them talking. Nick, come on. The party's getting dull. Coming. Did you get that picture at Aunt Catherine's I asked you to get? I did, Nick. It's right here in my purse. Here you are. You brought your purse? What, are you planning on going shopping after this? You never know when you might need something, Nick. Good evening. Shut that door, please, Lieutenant. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, I asked you all down here because we've just found that another murder has been committed. He's a man I think you all know. Pedro Dominguez. Pedro was killed? Yes. What do you know about it, Polly? Uh, nothing. I only saw him a couple of times when I went down to pay my rent. What about you, Dancer? You're in and out of this apartment. You must have known him. Yeah, sure, I know him. So what? You, Anthony? Yeah, i never been in this building before. You knew him, Selma. Me? Why, no, I don't think I know You him. remember Selma. He was our gardener, six years ago. Oh. David, do you remember Pedro Dominguez? Yes, vaguely. It's been a while. I can sort of picture his face. He had a long, white mustache. What did you know about him, Mr. Graham? Nothing. That was six years ago. I haven't seen him since. Nick. I can't see what possible connection this can have with us. It's very simple, Selma. You see, Pedro and Robert were both shot with the same gun. <gasps> now, there's some monkey business going on I want to find out about. Seems that one week ago, Pedro rented an apartment to someone calling himself, or herself, Anderson. Did you ever see this Anderson, Polly? No. Did you ever hear anything in this apartment just over you? No. I thought not. Well, Polly, you ought to know this Anderson character intended to rip up the floorboards, climb down into your apartment with the aid of that ladder, and polish off Robert with this lead pipe. Then Anderson was going to climb up to this apartment again and leave you holding the bag for Robert's murder. Now, do you know anybody who would be interested enough in you to do that, Polly? Well, no. You're Dancer's girl, aren't you? I work for him. That's not what he asked you. Well... Did Dancer know that you were going away with Robert? Why? Come on, come on, you told us before. You said you'd keep that a secret. I'll never trust a cop again. Hey, if you've been keeping secrets to the cops, okay, Polly. Hey, but that ladder and lead pipe stuff's a lot of malarkey, Nick. No one did come down that ladder, and Landis wasn't killed in her place. The only reason the murderer didn't kill him that way was because someone found out about it. Pedro came in yesterday to clean up Anderson's apartment and discovered the loose boards on the floor. He didn't like the looks of things, so we put a new lock on the door. Then, when Anderson couldn't get back in, he went down to Pedro's apartment, heard Pedro telephoning me, and killed him. So the question is, which one of you is Anderson? A bite who? Polly, Phil had a key to your apartment. And Dancer had one. Yeah. Who else did? Nobody. Hey, hey he's, he's trying to hang this murder rap on us to protect his own family. That's, that's Selma, Dave. She knocked her husband off. Everybody knows that. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, and you got your boyfriend to throw away that gun. That's a lie. Now, just a minute, please. Look, Dancer, let's come clean about something. You, Polly, and Anthony were out to shake Robert Landis down for 25 grand, right? Oh, oh, oh yeah, of course we were, yeah. 
Then I suppose I knocked him off and stirred up all this fuss before I got the dough? Hey, what kind of an idiot does that make me out to be? You're the kind of idiot that left your fingerprints all over the room when you killed Phil Burns. Phil? Phil's dead? Yes, strangled. Well, I didn't do it. Then why did you go to his place? <sighs> okay, because I thought he gummed up my game. I figured he tried to stick up Landis and ended up killing him. So I pushed him around a little to learn him some manners. And when I left him, he had a split lip and a couple of dents in him, but he was just as much alive as you are. If that means anything to you. Polly, who knew Phil was your husband? What? You two were married, weren't you? Yeah, but... Wait, wait a minute! Phil was your husband, not your brother? Oh, as if you didn't know. <laughs> I never knew till now. And I wish I had, Polly. Didn't you ever tell anyone that you were married, Polly? No. Would Phil have told someone? No. Did you and Phil ever talk about it since all this started with Landis? Yeah, one night last week. But no one could have heard. We were alone down in my room. Alone? Don't forget, Anderson could hear everything that went on in your room. Lieutenant, when was Phil Burns killed? Uh, about two in the morning, nearest we can figure. At 3.30, Anderson threw this note, attached to a rather large rock, through our bedroom window. He was beginning to use some of the information he'd gathered while he was up here. Dancer, how do you spell Topeka? What? What the great hell has that got to do with anything? This note is a poor attempt at illiteracy. The easy words are spelled wrong and the tough ones right. It was meant just to steer me down to Phil's place to find his body and your fingerprints, Dancer. Someone's framing you. What? You say you don't know this Pedro, Anthony? I don't. Well, we got a picture of him right here. Maybe this might change your mind. This picture was taken six years ago when... Nick, what is it? Nothing, except... Except that all this time I've been waiting for someone to make a slip. And someone has. Who? We've been wrong. This wasn't a killing for money. It was a crime of passion, murder for revenge. Polly, what did Phil go to the pen for? Blackmail. Blackmail. David, when were you supposed to give Robert the money to go away? This morning. In cash? Yes. But when he decided to go last night, you had to give him bonds? Yes. Where were you going to get cash on New Year's Day, a bank holiday? Funny, I forgot about that. No, you didn't, David. You never meant to give Robert that money. You didn't want him to go away. You wanted to kill him. You were going to get even with him for taking Selma away from you. Nora, is he fooling? Sure, and you were fooling when you said you hadn't seen Pedro for six years. You said Pedro had a long white mustache. Well, he's got a long white mustache now, but look at this picture. There Pedro is, six years ago. His mustache was neither white nor long. You didn't notice him six years ago any more than I did. You remember him just as he was last night, when you shot him. You killed him and then you killed Robert. Phil saw you do it. He was going to blackmail you. So you had to kill him too. And then you threw that note in my window, hoping to put me off the trail. David, David, don't let him say these terrible things. Tell him it isn't true. Ask him why he threw away your gun, Selma. He knew it hadn't been fired. He knew you only had to show it to prove your innocence, yet he threw it away. Ask him why he did that. David? 
David, why don't you speak? Wasn't it because you hated her as much as Robert? Wasn't it because you wanted to get even with her too? Wasn't it because you wanted to see her hang for Robert's murder? David? Tell her the truth now, David. You don't have to pretend anymore. Uh, that is the truth. I've hated you, Selma, and Robert, ever since you threw me over him. I've been watching, waiting for the time that I could get even with you for having ruined my life. Yeah, I did kill Robert, but not the way I wanted to. It was too easy, too quick. I wanted to see him suffer the way he made me suffer. And you, and you. I wanted to see you go gradually madder and madder as the day came when you were going to hang. Well, I'm not going to see you hang, but I'm still going to see you die. Put down the gun, Graham. Don't be a fool, David. Get out of the way, Charles. I've got six bullets, one for her, one for me, and the rest for anyone who tries to stop me. David, please! What the? Oh, my arm! Oh, okay, Graham. I'll take that gun now. And you and I are going to take a little trip downtown. Nice work, Nick. And you too, Nora. Anthony, that was a nice move with that pipe. One second more and he would have gotten at least a couple of shots off. Well, maybe I got some experience with my swing from playing ball in school. <laughs> maybe that helped. I gotta tell you, I'm a bit surprised that you helped me out like that, seeing as how I sent your brother up the river. Well, to tell you the truth, Mr. Charles, Vincent was getting out of control when you put him away back then. I think being in the joint made him grow up a little. He's a square kid, you know, now. Hasn't been in trouble since. I guess you could say you were the best thing that's ever happened to him. You hear that, Nora? Same might be said about you. Don't be silly, darling. I've never met Anthony's brother. Well, Anthony, you better get outside. Abrams is probably going to need a statement from you, and I'm sure there will be some reporters coming by that want to put your face on the front page. And as for you, my dear wife, do you mind telling me what you hurled through that window to distract David? Oh, I thought you would have figured that out. It was the rock that David hurled into our bedroom window with the note. Fitting that it would lead to his arrest, isn't it, dear? You've been carrying that thing around in your purse ever since. I told you, Nikki. A woman never knows when she might need something out of there. I see. You know, you're becoming one hell of a detective, Mrs. Charles. Only because I've learned from the very best, Mr. Charles. Tired, darling? Not very. Well, can you believe it? We're alone. No reporters, no friends, no surprises. I suppose we really should decide where we're going to travel next. <sighs> Do you care? No, but I haven't any clothes. All the better. You won't have to pack. All I need in the world is you and a toothbrush. Say, what's that you're doing? I'm knitting something. Oh, you haven't gotten very far with it. Hmm, yes I have. There. It's done. Done? But it's so small. Say, that looks like... Is that a baby's sock? And you call yourself a detective. Why, Mrs. Charles. Mrs. Charles.
That concludes this week's Lux Radio Theater production of After the Thin Man. Thank you to our radio listeners and fans of Who Done It, and of course to our wonderful studio audience. Thank you. Join us again next week for another live production of one of your favorite pictures right here on our stage. Until then, this is Gene Rappaport wishing you a wonderful night. Ah!